All right, listen up, you beautiful, beautiful people. We want to uh, take just a moment here and tell you about the players who played in Saturday's match or Saturday's scrimmage against the University of Memphis. We're not going to talk a lot about tactics. Uh, We'll let Coach McQueen talk about that when he wants to, but I will tell you the tactics shifted. Uh, We saw multiple sets, multiple looks on Saturday. And uh, we just kind of want to tell you about the players who played. Number two on your roster is going to be Morgan Hackworth. He's a young guy coming out of Akron, and uh, you know he really did a nice job. Got to play in both the first and second halves. I see him. I kind of saw him more in that defensive midfield type role, but he can play as a central midfielder, and he played most of the time. It seemed to me as a central midfielder. He loves uh, kind of the middle of the field. Might even say. Um, you know, a, a little bit box-to-box will come up in the attack, but most of the time seem to be spent in the defensive midfield. Number five is going to be Tristan Hodge. He's um, a left midfielder uh, for the most part or could play up as a left wing back. He even could play on, um, well, I, I think he could play multiple positions, but seemed to be kind of in that. Uh, he's listed as a defender and was actually up kind of on the touchline quite a bit of time. He had some really nice moves going around, guys. He can play out of the back. He's got great uh, skills, uh, ball skills, and, you know, it showed on Saturday. Dan Metzger, if, you've, if you knew anything about him in his time at Red Bull or with the U.S. youth in the U.S. youth system, the U.S. Uh, men's national team youth system, um, he he's a defensive midfielder. I mean, that's his. He's kind of a, a sort of a number six, could play the eight, uh, but that's sort of his role, and that's where he was playing on Saturday. He'll be wearing number jersey number six. Um. Jersey number seven, Raul Gonzalez, a guy who played both the first and second halves, and he played kind of all over the field. He played up in an attacking role in the first half, not necessarily a 10, um, but he was always in the attack. Kind of a lot of combination play with Evio Cordovez. They played together last year at the Richmond Kickers. And, uh, you know, there was some chemistry that led to a goal. And it, it was weird because there was a, there were a couple of plays where they were kind of like, uh, you know, talking to each other. Hey, man, let's get it together. We're not exactly on the same page. And the next thing you know, Cordovez is setting uh, Gonzalez up for a goal. So he scored the first goal in the first scrimmage, and that's really cool because he played at the University of Memphis. Uh, He didn't celebrate much because that is his old team, you know, that he's playing against there. But then he shifted to right back in the uh, second half, which shows his versatility. He's going to be a guy that can be used in a lot of different areas on the field, kind of one of those wherever coach needs him to play. He's got the athletic ability um, and the soccer IQ to be able to do that. Your captain is number eight, Mark Birch. He is a defender, has always been a defender. He played uh, in a defensive role again on Saturday. His main job is going to be organizing everybody. I wouldn't be surprised to see him as a central defender, um, actually, if there's a four-man back. And, uh, you know, that's... He he's going to be vocal. He'll be the guy who is organizing all the other um, much younger guys on this team, and um, you know he's going to be a good leader. And that's why that's a large part of why. Besides, he's got great skills, but 
yeah, a lot of the reason why he was brought in. Um, number nine is Luca Uccello. Didn't get to see him a lot because he did get injured in the first half. Now, I asked Andrew Bell later, and it was nothing that would be considered serious. He either had a cramp or maybe took a knock on um, what looked to be his right leg and was kind of limping a little bit, uh, going off with the trainers. At the time of his injury, he was all the way over on the left side, um, possibly as a left wing type of position. Um, you know, Uccello and, and uh, Raul Gonzalez seem to really be supporting Evio Cordovez in that attack. And depending on, you know, if you're looking at one formation for an attack, as Coach Mulch has talked about before, and one for another formation when you're defending, uh, I could see Uccello as being one of those guys who goes up into the attack and is in the, the front line of the attack. Uh, but he was all the way over on the left at the time of his injury. Adam Najem is an interesting guy. Scored some goals for Bethlehem Steel. Uh, was a captain of uh, the Akron Zips. Um, you know, 2015, 2016, kind of in that sort of time frame. Um, but I didn't see him on Saturday. Now, could be any number of reasons. Um, one could be that he was on the other side of the field, which it was a little trouble to see it sometimes. Uh Another reason why is, uh, you know, there were some trialists out there and it was very difficult because they weren't wearing like the big jersey numbers. They were wearing like the little tiny jersey numbers to make sure who everyone was. I'm not 100% sure that Adam Najem played, um, but it is possible that I just missed him. I do think he'll be playing in kind of that he loves the number 10 role and, uh, you know, he's a guy who'll be competing for a central midfield spot. Number 11, it was Junior Sandoval, and he kind of stands out. He's a bigger guy, um, you know, got kind of a kind of a wider body type of guy, um, you know, and plays that 10 role and scored from that 10 role. Uh, did a really nice job. He got the biggest reaction from the crowd with some some pretty fancy footwork uh, that was setting that set up a shot, and uh, you know he was he was starting to feel it. He was starting to get into the game and and really have a good time. He's actually played uh, in the Colombian First Division before, so he's played at a very high level. Uh, also played at in the NASL level. Junior Sandoval is a guy to watch. We talked a little bit about Evio Cordovez, but let's talk a little bit more. He'll be wearing number 16. Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned, but Sandoval will be wearing 11. Um, we skip all the way down to 16. Evio Cordovez has worn 16 everywhere he's gone, right? The big Cuban international uh, is a target striker, target nine. He plays the Josie Altador role. I mean, he is – there's no question, and, and that's not – Anything that anybody who's ever seen him play doesn't know already. Um, you know, he played that role for Charleston. He played that role in Richmond. He has scored a lot of goals in USL. Now we're just hoping that he can score a lot of goals for Memphis 901 FC. And he did a nice job of setting up Raul, like I mentioned, on that goal. I, I dare say he is the primary candidate I know I know this is really really early. We've had one scrimmage, but if you've, you know, if you've seen anything about this guy, 
he would be the guy that that uh, the bookies would make the odds on favorite for the primary goal scorer uh, for year number one. Ewan Grandison is a guy who got took a knock early. He had a collision with a U of M player. He's a very solid guy. A, um, I mean, kind of a sort of a built like a middle linebacker kind of guy. He um, is a defensive midfielder. Everything that you see about him, whether it's from Jamaica or Trinidad and Tobago, it you know whenever you see his name mentioned on the internet, he's listed as a defensive midfielder, and he's a you know a tough guy. Even with the Jamaican national team, that's where he likes to be is right in front of the defenders, and that's where he played on Saturday. And I figure that's where he's going to play for nine hundred one FC. Lewis Bennett is a guy who could play left back or on the left wing, and he played. Um, Kind of a hybrid there, sort of. He did definitely played left back, but he did advance during the attack. He did come up the left wing uh, quite a bit. Todd Pratzner uh, played in the first half, started the game along with Mark Birch, sort of holding down. He's an experienced guy. Last year played for Pittsburgh Riverhounds and did a good job of kind of holding it down back there as a center back. Dwayne Muckett flew in on Saturday night. We did not get to see him play. We were very excited about getting to see him play. He is a highlight reel. Uh, if you want to really check out Dwayne Muckett, you got to go to YouTube and then um, Dwayne Muckett 2018. And what he did in the Trinidad and Tobago First Division was pretty cool. I mean, he's got some really, really great ball skills and is, you know, can pass, he can shoot. Um, He's going to be exciting. He's going to be fun to watch. Wes Sharpie had a really, you know, a good game attacking. Uh, even as a right back, he can shoot um, and had a couple of shots. And uh, just, you know, a little high, you know, he'll get those down. And, uh, you know, he told us when he was on this podcast that he loves coming down the right side and getting involved in the attack. Leston Paul uh, will be wearing number uh, – I should go through these numbers. Lewis Bennett is number 19. I think I said Grandison is 17. Lewis Bennett's number 19. Todd Pratzner, number 20. Dwayne Muckett, 21. Wes Sharpie, 22. And Leston Paul is number 23. He kind of played in the central midfield, and he's got really good ball skills, good distribution skills. Um could play. I could see him playing as a 10. That'd be a possibility. But he's a central midfielder and did a really, really nice job on um, Saturday. Uh, kind of fun to watch. Uh, really fun to watch. And then you got Josh Morton, who uh, did a good job in the back, played the whole second half. And uh, he is a center back. You know, he's, again, came on this show, makes no bones about it. He's a center back through and through. And so, um, you know, there were no surprises as far as positions go. Everybody, you know, they, they're they kind of uh, – the I think that Coach Mulch recruited these guys to play the positions that they were already playing, right? So uh, it was good, though, to see them do that in a Memphis 901 FC kit, even though, you know, it was just the practice kit. But who cares? You know, who cares? Uh, the kit itself will be coming up in the coming weeks. Of course, it will be immediately all over the Internet, and we'll have uh, some coverage of that as well. Go to 901soccer.com if you want to see the numerical roster. It is up 
Also, if you want to listen, uh, we're, we're on Anchor now. So uh, that's another podcasting hosting site that we're really excited about. But uh, you still be able to get all our podcasts at all the normal places. And so um, we hope to have some information uh, about podcasting a little bit later in this week that we're really excited about. We think it's going to be a really cool thing as we get ready for our first USL season. That's about it for now. Thanks for listening to the 901 Soccer Podcast.